Welcome to River Roundtable with Pastor Lou Wooten, Pastor Andrew Perkins, and special guest, retired Lieutenant Colonel Dole Pulowski, where we dive into the currents of the modern world and equip people with the truth that sets us free. Hey, hey I'm uh, Pastor Lou with the River Church, sitting here with Pastor Andrew from the River Church, minus retired Lieutenant Colonel Joel Pulowski. For the day. For the day. And um, he's retired for the day. <laughs> Not retired. And uh, we just want to give a shout out to KSLM 104.3, AM. Oh, look at that. There I am. I can speak again. <laughs> Drink the oh, yeah. can. Yeah. <laughs> KSLM.news, uh, and then you go to theriverNW.com, and um, you can, we have a YouTube's channel uh, for the River Roundtable, and I don't think we have it quite up yet, uh, but we do have also our Facebook page that you can watch us live on. And um, we have a lot of things that are going on in the uh, stuff today. We had elections coming up here in Oregon. Mm. They just had their first uh, debate. And um, I really like, you know, Chris, Christine Drazen, she kind of lit him up. It was good. Good. And um, all the things that are happening. Um, we have some announcements for the River Church, and I'm going to get those out of the way for those that are listening while we're waiting for people to get online. And then you can watch later, or you can go to theriverNW.com and find out the things that are happening. But um, August 19th and 20th, is our Big Bash, what, four? Yeah. Big Bash four. Mm -hmm. And you say, what is that? It is a family event um, of um, fun and prizes and music and ministry. And uh, we'll have pony rides and dunk tanks and stuff like that. We've given away uh, cars. Last year we gave away three cars. Um, you say, well, how can you do that? Because God blesses, amen? Mm-hmm. And so we gave away three cars last year, and uh, we're working on giving away a car and a motorcycle this year. Yeah, praise God. Amen. And uh, how many, about how many of you know people want motorcycles right now because of the inflation that isn't happening? Um, and so anyways, we have that. And then come um, September, uh, which I don't have the dates on that, September 7th and 8th is going to be Oregon Ablaze. Um it's a um, ministry outreach that we're going to be doing in the Volcano Stadium. Uh, we're going to be inviting the whole city to that, so everybody's invited to come to that. And we're going to be having some uh, hip-hop uh, stars coming to sing at that. And um, ministry as well. Um, it's uh, If you're tired of churchianity, come, expect, uh, come and receive the real. Amen. And uh, get what God has for you. Um, and so, anyways... Yeah, we're starting to get a few more people that are online. What What is inflation? <laughs> That's one of the questions. What is inflation? Yeah. <laughs> one other event that we're Well, gonna... I don't know. They can't define that or a woman anymore. They can't define inflation or a woman anymore. So Yeah, everybody. Anything, anything that's controversial, they can't define anymore. Everybody dips out and yeah. be like, oh, you know, I, I can't, I, you know, I can't really say. I'm, I'm not an expert. So, you know, <laughs> even though they're an expert <laughs> last week, they were an expert, but this week they're not. Yeah. 
And then we have uh, Ignite Salem in uh, Kaiser and Night of Worship. Uh, um, we've we've uh, we've gotten behind that as well. Yeah. And uh, that is the twenty is it the twenty fourth of of uh, uh, August. Is that before or after the Big Bash? It's after the Big Bash. After Big Bash, mm-hmm. okay, praise God. So it's a Wednesday. It's Wednesday night, twenty fourth, um, and that's going to be a fun time also. And people say, well, I don't know if God's moving in the city of uh, Salem and Oregon, but he is. Amen. He is. Uh, it's just not moving in religion yeah. and um, religiosity and, Christ- and churchianity. Yeah. But he is moving in the hearts of people for something that is genuine and yeah. real. Yeah. And I believe Oregonians are sick and tired and be sick and tired. Uh, and they want to see the, the real uh, stand out. And um, so uh, that's right. <laughs> No, like what inflation? It's not real. Isn't happening. LOL. <laughs> right. That's what I was just saying. Is mm-hmm. that you know, I was being sarcastic. I don't know if you picked up on that or not, but uh, <laughs> if you didn't, I'm going to explain it. I'm being sarcastic, and if I have to, it's not funny anymore. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Returns to what? Isolation. Uh, returns to the basement. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's funny, you know, Biden catching COVID. He's been vaccinated, right? But he and told boosted. everybody, if he told it, he told everybody that if you're vaccinated and boosted, then you don't have to worry about COVID. But then he got COVID. But COVID is so deadly that he just got done being done with it. And he's okay. And, and he's like, he's like one of the most frail, feeble men <laughs> that are out there. And now all of a sudden he's fine. So if well, Biden no, he got it again, it, yeah, he just got it again. Yeah, well, in and out. All right. Probably got it from himself. Yeah, they're gonna isolate him for. <laughs> they need to isolate him for what is it, 120 days or whatever that is. Oh Jesus, yeah. help me. Yeah, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, there's wonderful things that are happening, Danny. I I agree. Amen. Um, you know, I can say just for our own fellowship, God is really touching people's lives, and um, out on the streets, we go out on the streets and uh, seeing people changed and delivered and um randall, randall. <laughs> well looks aren't everything randall so and, that, and i said that on the radio for you that's fantastic you want to play I'm, I'm on a radio you're on facebook only like 12 people are watching you <laughs> so anyways we have a lot of things going on i am going to give a scripture here though because amen. i believe that the word is very inf- important in our lives and amen. is foundational amen I'm in uh, Romans in chapter 8 and verse 18 because we like to give a biblical perspective of what's going on and what's happening around us so that we have a way to be able to stand against the things that are going on. It says, For I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of the sons of God. See, God is wanting his children to stand up. He's wanting his children to shine. And as a result, it is the sufferings that we're presently going through really aren't sufferings at all compared to the glory that awaits us. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. And so we press on to what God has for us. We don't look for uh, the situation that we're in or moved by the situation. It's just like people that are moving out of fear. I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to move and it's going to be there waiting for you. Nothing's going to change because God is on the move. God has Amen. a plan. And if God has told you to move, that's one thing. But if he hasn't told you to move, you shouldn't move. you got to stand. you got to stand with what God has. And you're saying, well, what are we standing against? Well, at the end of the day, the things that we're standing against are not flesh and blood. 
Right. The Bible says we don't war against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Amen. And so, therefore, in spiritual warfare. Um, and so, our spiritual warfare is not, you know, all kinds of uh, charismatic voodoo. Yeah. It is literally obeying the word, loving one another, and preaching the gospel. Amen. And so, you're saying, well, how are you preaching the gospel by being political? Well, in the politic world, you have evil. And somebody's got to stand against it. Mm-hmm. And to say that the church was never involved, then you don't know your history. Right. Amen? Amen. You don't know your history then. Yeah. Yeah. Over, over half of the uh, original uh, signers of the Constitution were actually clergy, I yeah. believe, actually, yeah. in, yeah. in a Christian church. Yeah. And Jesus was also political, <laughs> by the way. Yes, very much. The Sanhedrin, yeah. the, the scribes and Pharisees, they were the uh, ruling authorities. Yeah. Israel was a religious nation, and so yeah. they, that, was, uh, that was their men of the law. Yeah. The Sanhedrin was actually a court. Yep. <clears throat> hey, Hallelujah. Isabel. So God's going to change things. Amen? Amen. We're going to see a change, but there's nothing wrong with your eyes being open to see what is happening in our world today, to see what is actually going on. Instead of being blinded to it, you, you end up, uh, you know, seeing what is happening so you can speak against it. You yeah. know, why would you sin as a believer in Jesus? And you know that in the schools they're teaching comp- uh, comprehensive sexual education and woke message and CRT and all these things. Why would you be blind to that? Mm. Now, if you're going to send your kids to school, then send them there with, full of the Holy Ghost. To change the school, Amen. right? So where the that so the school's not influencing them, but they're influencing the school. That's one thing. Yeah. But when you are blindly saying, you know, none of these things are happening, because I'll talk to parents and I'll tell them what's going on, and they'll say to me, oh, "That can't be happening." Well, listen, school isn't school like it was in the fifties, yeah. and even in the fifties, it wasn't that good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got this. You know, they're uh, in Portland. They're from from kindergarten kindergarten uh, teaching children that you know uh, privileged white heterosexuals this is verbatim have created an oppressive gender system in order to dominate racial and sexual minorities as the curriculum explains gender is colonized and western societies have used language to erase alternative sexualities Mm -hmm. when white european people colonized different places they brought their own ideas about gender and sexuality when the United States was colonized by white settlers, their views around gender were forced upon the people already living here. Hundreds of years later, how we think and talk about gender are still impacted by this shift. And their comment from Portland Public Schools is, we make certain that our curriculum is LGBTQ plus inclusive for students who mm-hmm. identify as blah, 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 to be a safe and inclusive uh, environment for all of our students. Now you sound Except like now it, you sound like Nancy Pelosi tried oh, this. It's garbage, speech. right? Yeah. It's it's garbage because they're not inclusive at all. If you try to speak the name of Jesus, you're absolutely uh, ridiculed right. and That's cast right. out. You are not allowed to That's speak right. that. And so inclusivity is absolutely a lie. It's their agenda only, uh, you know. And so you know you you look at this and you listen to that mm. and it's like, wait a minute, whose religion are they pushing then? It is a religion. Yeah, exactly. That's where their faith is. It is a religion, and it, and it is political. Very much. The, the the rainbow flag, all of these, the BLM flag, all those are all political statements. Yeah. Why would you have a flag if it's not political? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say it's political. Yeah. Well, and, just, there's more information here, Pastor, even yeah. more about what their curriculum. This is curriculum in the, in the Portland public school system, starting in kindergarten, anatomy lessoning featuring graphic drawings of children's genitalia uh, with, you know, attached um, descriptors and saying that, you know, be, according to the curriculum, any gender and kid can have any type of body because some girls can have penises and some boys can have vulvas. This is what they're teaching children at kindergarten level. Yeah, at kindergarten. So anyhow, the, you know, it's just, it's just uh, um, and then, you know, into second grade gender, they're saying, you know, gender is something adults came up with to sort people into groups. Uh, so then on and on and on with all the Zer pronoun garbage, um, you know, uh, third through fifth grade, they start going on to LGBTQIA2S plus, uh, you know, curriculum presenting categories of men and women as manifestations of dominant culture. Mm -hmm. I mean, they just go on and on and on and on and on. Uh, uh, and, and what it is, is, is honestly, it's a, it's a, uh, just, I, I've recognized it in politics and for rulemaking all, all the way from through over the years, even from when I was in high school, it's, uh, creating law or creating education based off of, uh, of a, of the minority instead of creating law or, or rule based off of the majority, what people are. Or what just the based off of is. common sense. Yeah, well, or, or based off the word. I mean, that's, that's the whole thing that's different about the Constitution of the United States and the, and the Founding Fathers, what they did. They, they based the law in the U.S. off of the Judeo-Christian value set. They based it off of the Ten Commandments. Yes, that's correct. You know, and, and, it's, and it's righteousness, and it's talking about uh, a moral boundary where this, this where they're, what they're talking about, I and mean, this is specifically just about, you know, the sexuality mm -hmm. part of it, but they, it goes into every single aspect of society. What is being pushed, what is being worshipped is there is no moral absolute. There is no right or wrong. Uh, it, everything is okay. I'm okay. You're okay, right? That yeah. was, I mean, that was from the '90s when I was in high school, you know. And, and so it's it's this uh, uh, essentially the um, Church of Satanism, which is uh, do as thou wilt, right? And and if you don't recognize that, then maybe you need to get in the Word and study that a little bit, and and also ask the Holy Ghost because uh, the thing is, is there's a lot of Christian people at least in name that are saying that this is okay and this is needs to be accepted yeah. and 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 i think that you know basically what's happened is is they you know, like you know we talk about at the church often is um i mean you go to duke university and they have their which was originally a christian school that's right all of them were started out so they have their school of divinity now mm -hmm. that it's called and uh, so you know you can get your um master's bachelor whatever level you want to go to as far as uh, in divinity, so in other words, you can be a pastor, you can be a minister, whatever of the gospel, mm -hmm. you can be a whatever, all of these things. But it entirely includes all of this new age, absolutely woke garbage. Yeah, and and it's and it's very much against the word of God. They they tear the word of God apart and say, well, that you know that didn't apply. This was just a story. This is a fairy tale, and and they remove faith. Right. So, what was the verse that you started out with, Pastor? 
They remove faith from uh, education. Well, they remove faith yeah. from even uh, living. I, I was just saying our present suffering. Yeah. You know, you know, it's waiting for the sons of God to be revealed, and I'm calling out the Christians. Amen. And those people that call themselves Christians, that's who I'm calling out today. Yes. That you, you pay attention to what is going on and don't allow yourself to be blinded by popularity, blinded by the whole thing of inclusivity, because... Um, what if I told you that Jesus isn't inclusive of everyone? Mm-hmm. No. He's not. Definitely not. It says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. There's a requirement. With mm-hmm. every with every promise is a condition. Yeah. And, you know, in life, everything is risk and reward. I'm sorry, not everything is all inclusive. There's risk and reward. You, you, every time you drive your car, it's a risk and reward. You're you're actually putting your life on the line to drive a vehicle from point A to point B. You get in an airplane, it's risk and reward. You get on a horse, it's risk and reward. You sit in your room by yourself, isolated, and never ever talk to anybody, it's risk and reward. You've got to determine, is the risk worth the reward? More, you know, these kids, how many kids drowned in a pool every year, but yeah. yet we're not outlawing pools? How many people are stabbed with knives, but yet we're not outlawing knives? Right. Uh, we, how many people are killed with hammers, but yet we're not outlawing, you know, assault hammers? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a, a, a rifle has never killed a person. A person has killed somebody with a rifle. Right. You're outlawing the tool, but you you got to wake up and understand that it's not it's not that the wages of sin is death. Yeah. And so disobedience to God produces death. Right. And, and because we don't have Joel here, you're going to hear more of a Christian side today. Just by the way, <laughs> he kind of balances us out a little bit. <laughs> but this is what you're going to this is what you're going to hear today because you have two pastors in the house. Amen. And you know our concern is people. Yes. We love people. I don't even like church. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know I'm pastor of the River Church, but I I don't like church. I don't, Amen. I don't want really anything to do with church. Um, church to me is a building full of politics and i don't want anything to do with it i want i love people amen and so we do a lot of outreaches we reach out to the communities we yeah. do whatever we can and that's gonna listen and it's gonna increase yeah it's not gonna decrease with us we're gonna continue to to press in amen amen uh second corinthians second timothy chapter three one through five says but understand this that in the last days there will come times of difficulty yeah for people will be lovers of self Lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, uh, unappleasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power, Avoid such people. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Not my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's the word. Mm-hmm. And so I'm talking to believers today. I'm talking to people that call themselves children of God. Amen. That uh, there is an hour that you're going to have to stand up against the things that I just got through re- reading. Yes. You got a whole generation that's trying to teach children to be disobedient to their parents. Right. And so they're, they're raising children to be disobedient. That is right out of socialism 101. Yeah. All of this is socialism. Yeah. Rules for radicals. That's right. 
we talk about we talk about inclusivity. God loves everyone, but Amen. not every, but you don't have to choose him. We all have a will and we can do whatever we want whenever we want. But there is a price to pay. And this is not what everybody understands is that there's a price to pay to act like an idiot. There's a price to pay. Yeah. And so, you know, you, well, we want to remove the price. So, we're, you know, what used, people used to go to jail over, we're not going to send them to jail anymore. Well, then there's still a price to pay in the society because you have somebody that should have been isolated out for a time to learn how to change their behavior. And now we're putting them back out on the street telling them their behavior is fine. Yeah, but but the reality is, and, and that's a whole other subject. Is oh, that, we, is is the uh, you I know, brought the, up twelve subjects. The, the prison the prison system is not rehabilitation, but a money making factory. You know, it's just it's it's part of uh, you know the whole yeah. give and take between corporations and politicians. You know, uh, uh, there's no rehabilitation. What? I, you know, my my personal testimony. You know that when I when I had my knock on the door, uh, you know, at seven a.m. with a search warrant at my house and everything, and uh, and had to go and and seek the counsel of an attorney. He said, "You will not receive rehabilitation in jail or prison." He said, "You need to go and begin that right now, and it'll show an intent that your your desire is to be uh, correct in what That's you're right. doing." So you know there there's that also. Uh, you know there needs to be. Um, restoration in the in the uh what is what is done for correctness and righteousness within um you know um incarceration i mean that's it's a whole nother thing the thing is is that the the bible is clear is that there uh you know as far as from whether you're in the old testament or in the new testament they there there were when there were rules and the rules were broken in other words as far as the law of the land then there was a punishment for it whether or not it was righteous. Yeah, just so you know, when talking about going back to spiritual warfare, that's what we're doing being on the air right now. Amen. As I'm exposing, we're exposing darkness with light, and we're yes. saying there is evil that is going on. Right. I mean, even, the you know, you got the January 6th hoax that is happening right now. Oh, yeah. It, it was an all set up to destroy uh, Trump. And, I, you know, I'm not a Trump guy, and I'm not a Biden guy. I'm mm. just going to let you know right now. Um, I'm for righteousness. Amen. And so, you know, I don't, I don't care who it is. Actually, at the end of the day, I'll be honest with you. God doesn't care who's in office. Amen. Because you know, He's not moved by by who votes for who. Are mm -hmm. you hearing what I'm saying? He's He's moved by His word, which is moved by faith. God is moved by the faith of people. Amen. So, at the end of the day, whoever gets into the office, it's really on the people. Mm -hmm. You get to choose. Mm -hmm. You have a will. You can choose. People go, well, God placed him in there. Actually, no, he didn't. No. People did. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what, not what the Bible says. You're not talking, you're talking about leadership in church. You're not talking yeah. about politicians. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> hey, there's Jesus. <laughs> Jesus said it just it's just funny to me that people are like so blind to see that you know it's like a football game okay I'll I'll, I'll bring that up so you got you got 12 Christians on one team and you have 12 Christians on another team mm. equal amount all right they both pray before the game you think one of them is praying god if it's your will for us to lose today let it be so or you think that both of them are praying god help us to win Right. So if what team, the team that loses, do they have less faith? No. No. You go out, you play your best. It has to, it, it, it isn't that. You, really, what you should pray is, God, let no one be injured. Yeah. 
but you're going to go out and you're going to play a game, right, Amen. to the best of your talent. Amen. It's your talent that sees you through whether you win or lose. Mm. It's, or and how the team plays together. It's not going to be God all of a sudden making you win because you suck. <laughs> all right. Well, it's the same thing in politics. You go out and you run a you run a you know. I'm just saying, you, people choose, and yeah. it isn't and it isn't a reflection necessarily even on your campaign. Yeah. You can have a great campaign, and you can be a great person with a great message. I know people that are great people with a great message, and they didn't win. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with that. And then people are – because I, I happen to believe that in Oregon – and I'm just going to call this out to Oregonians because mm. I love you so much. Mm. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't tell you the things that I say. Yeah. I think Oregonians are extremely lazy yeah. when it comes to politics. Yeah. Very much so. I don't think you want the responsibility of knowing the truth. I don't think you want the responsibility to bring actual change. I think what you want is you want somebody to make the decision for you and then complain about it later. Ouch. <laughs> but you have a chance right now. This Come year, on. you have a chance to change absolutely everything around. Amen. I don't care what you call yourself. Right. If you like Portland right now, the way Portland's being run, and you like the way that our state's being run, and you like the idea that in four years that Oregon's going to be a national park and you're not going to be able to touch anything in the state. Unless you're homeless, then you can take over yeah, rest areas. Unless you're homeless, then you can take over rest areas and people's city front, streets. City streets, people's businesses. front yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In other words, they want a homeless society. You, you want all of that. Then, you know, then go ahead and keep voting the way that we've been voting. Right. Because the very people, the other very pe- other people that are running right now, other than Christine Drazen, actually have already been in office uh, during all of this and have been the decision makers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, you know, one thing to be clear when I when I say you know, unless you're homeless, I'm not speaking against homeless no. people. I'm talking about the spirit because there very much is a spirit attached to people that often uh, that's that's the lifestyle that they end up in is because of their rejection of society and their uh, uh, in, in unwillingness to um, play by the rules, yeah. you know, whether it's drugs, wh- drug addiction, whether it's, uh, you know, just plain don't want to don't want to be part of what's going on in society. I mean, there's many things that go on to yeah. it, go on in there. Yes, there are good people there that are out there homeless yeah. very much that bad situations have happened to. Yeah, right. we, know, we know them. Right, we, we, sure. we work with them. We, so, but, but they're not the ones that are, that are making a giant pile of trash that are defecating and urinating in public, you know, in front of children that are leaving uh, their syringes everywhere and, yeah. and burning down, uh, you know, stuff left and right. No, those people are those people are obviously not being influenced by a uh, spirit of correctness and truth. You know, I, I'm just going to explain some mm-hmm. some things, people. We help the homeless. Yes, but we don't just give them clothes. No. Or food. Amen. And you say, well, what do you mean? No, we do everything we can to restore dignity to the person. Amen. And not devalue them. When they walk in, we don't devalue them by saying, oh, you, you're homeless. Oh, we just want to treat you extra special. I treat every person the same. Amen. Every single person the same that comes in because people need to be respected and they need to be honored with dignity because they're created in God's image. The last person that came into the church, last person I talked to, they came in. We helped them out twice. And then they came in the third time. And he, gave, he started giving me a sob story. And I said, listen, I don't care about your sob story. What do you want? And he said, what do you mean, what do I want? Do you need money? Because just tell me what you need instead of giving me this this manipulative story. Mm -hmm. I'm a man. You're a man. 
talk to me as a man talks to a man. What do you need? Mm-hmm. And he told me what I need. And I said, then I'll pray and ask the Lord what I should do. And I did. And I, I helped him out. And I said, now, listen, next time you come, I'm going to give you a broom. Mm-hmm. And you're going to sweep the floor. And then I'm going to pay you. Mm-hmm. Because if a man doesn't work, he doesn't eat. Mm-hmm. And it's about dignity. It's about restoring dignity back to those who have lost their dignity. Mm. Whether you're an addict or whether you're homeless or whether you are lost in all of the COVID stuff that has happened in the pandemic and all the things that have happened. I don't care what it is. There's got to be a restoration of dignity. Even in our state, when we talk about the elections, there's got to be a restoration of dignity in people Amen. where you can stand up and you can throw your shoulders back and you can hold your head high and say that I have done something to make a difference, not just for my generation, but for generations to come. Amen. And that's an amen. And that should be shared. Hey, praise God. What And, and what that is, is that's, that is the heart of the father, which is that you would love your neighbor as yourself. Amen. Amen. And, and what is a lot mean? of amen going on? Praise God that you're willing to give yourself for a neighbor yeah. right and not and not be asking and taking always that's right but yeah. be willing to give sir so we so. also you can call in too if oh yeah i'd like to call yeah, in they simon can call shared in that online 503-589-1220 um and then also we're at 104.3 fm kslm 1220 am amen kslm.news and you can also go to the river nw.com yeah and on that if you're wondering why I'm dressed up today for this, it isn't for this radio program. I've got a mm-hmm. baptism that I've got to go to after this and then going and doing a wedding later on. Yeah, praise God. I'm still a pastor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Pastor, we've got we've got a bunch of other things that I'd like to share. Yeah. Some of our some of our stuff that that we've got. Uh, that's that's yeah, been, we're, we're at the half hour point here, yeah, so we can we can move on to transition. Mm-hmm. Amen. Just understand that that we love people. Yeah. Uh, uh, unequivocally and and without exception, we love people. But uh, sin is uh, also as you know, with the heart of God, there is no sin in the presence of God. In Him is light, and there is no darkness. He does not waver. And so and so, you know, when you pursue God, your pursuit is not sin and unrighteousness. Amen. So that's why we speak in that manner very often. Is is um, you know. To, to bring light to so much of what is going on in the world right now is unrighteousness. It's not correct living. It's immoral, and it is, it is uh, detrimental to people in their identity as a human and their identity as a child of God, created yeah. in God's image. So what's next, Pastor? Well, we got something that is exciting. Mm, hallelujah. That um, you have... Um, Liberty Council here settled a class action uh, against Chicago Hospital over religious uh, accommodation denials. Yeah, so that needs to come um, to Oregon. Yep, they paid out uh, $10 million to 520 employees um, of religious freedoms, all terminated employees to return to work. Yep. So not only do they return to work, but they get a bonus that year. Ten million three hundred thirty-seven thousand. What is it? Twenty thousand dollars each, or something? Yeah, which isn't really much. I mean, it might have paid for what is that? Uh, for it's a, more for the case than it is anything else. Yeah, medical professional. Yeah. That's that's like uh, uh, a lot of them are close to hundred thousand a year, especially yeah. in the Chicago area, cost of living and everything. I would imagine that their six-figure incomes, depending, you know, what yeah. what they're at. But it doesn't. I mean, at the end of the day, it has to do with standing up. They took a stand, and um, they were all fired. Uh, we had that same thing happen here in Oregon. You had a bunch of legacy uh, nurses that were fired in a day. And, you know, it's just funny because, and it's not funny. All right, I have a friend that his son was in a horrible accident, and 
um, they couldn't treat him because they didn't have staff. Couldn't treat him. He's out in a gurney out in the hallway. Because this is three weeks ago. Yeah, and they couldn't treat him because they didn't have the staff to be able to do it. Because they're firing or not hire, or not allowing people to work. Well, because you got to be vaccinated to yeah. work. You've got to be, you know, and I'm probably going to get kicked off for saying vaccinated. I don't know what it is that they hate about that, but they hate well, the word re- vaccination. You re- don't want to use the va- word vaccination because when you use the word vaccination, they want, they don't like the word vaccination. So you don't really want to use vaccination online because <laughs> if you use vaccination, then they don't like the word vaccination and... They tend to throttle you when you use vaccination or kick you off for vaccination. So whatever we do, let's be careful that we don't use the word vaccination. Uh, Jesus, help me. And so anyway, so anyways, you know, and they can't. And fortunately, this person is a physician that was able to help his own son um, and eventually got things worked out. But my point is, is that even right now they're saying they don't have enough beds in the hospital, it isn't that they don't have enough beds. Just so you know, they have enough beds, they have enough rooms. What they don't have is staff, right? Because they fired them all. Yeah, they fired every one of them that refused to get a vaccination. They thought everybody would just comply, but they didn't. They forgot that we're Americans. They forgot that that we have were founded actually the whole nation on a rebellion against a tyrant, a tyrannical government. Yes. Over a th- ready for this. Over a three percent tax, three percent. What is what is Portland approaching corporate tax? I think it's uh, 80 80 percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, <laughs> so there was a rebellion, and I'm not calling for rebellion. I'm just saying we we as the United States went to war with England over a three percent tax. Yeah. And the average person is average actually about forty percent of their income is taxed. Um, and they're wanting to raise the taxes. They're wanting to get rid of your vehicles. They want to go to electric vehicles. That's the World Economic Forum that says it reduces private vehicles by eliminating ownership. Mm-hmm. But you don't own the vehicle. You're going to rent the vehicle. And like it. Yeah, and like it. And it's yeah. going to be electric. And if your social credit score doesn't line up, then you cannot use your car. They're going to turn your car off. Yeah, or, the, or your power. And, or your power or your water or your food. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. Well, people want to know, you know. Well, now they're what on booster what twelve hundred. <laughs> you know, you get a you get a coin like like you do in Celebrate Recovery. Every every booster, you get a new coin. Wow. You know, I don't. Jesus. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I don't know. I'm just say, I'm just saying. You know, the, uh, it's like Rocky yeah. five thousand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what booster they're on now, but you know, they just keep going. It, it, it'll and it'll never end if you if you keep feeding the beast. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's, yeah, that, it's that's, money. It's it doesn't even work. Yeah, I mean, earlier today they did a show here on not KSLM even a vaccine about, uh, prescriptions and how you know doctors make money off of prescriptions and clinics and hospitals make it off, and they're pushing these things that know that they harm people. But it isn't a matter of whether it's good business to harm people. I know I know a doctor that he quit he quit the general practice and went to a private practice, uh, a, a PMA actually, and he uh, because of the um, the pharmacy the pharmaceuticals, he wasn't helping people he was actually making them worse. I remember I went in for a kidney stone, 
And they came in, they said, listen, we got the miracle drug for the kidney stone, it's gonna dissolve it. But just so you know, you're probably gonna go blind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just need to let you that know. That seems great. And the whole time the, the the nurse that says that telling me the things that are going wrong, he's shaking his head because he can't actually tell me not to take it. But he's shaking his head like this, going, Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. Please no. Don't don't do it. He said he said, Go home and pee it out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Drink some Actually, juice. you know what works really good for a kidney stone? A Harley. <laughs> That's actually how it worked for me. I just kept riding my Harley. Couldn't walk afterwards, but eventually, yeah, that yeah. Harley worked that thing right out. Hallelujah. Amen. Shake, shake, shake. Hallelujah. So, so, you know, I mean, it, you know, you talk about that, right? So, uh, you know, I mean, they had to rename what a vaccination was in order yeah. to, you know, to, to to say that what it is because it doesn't work, actually. And, and so just like that now, they're also renaming inflation, you know, because inflation isn't actually, it's not actually inflation. No. It's, it's a, actually getting, you no, know, the economy's great. The economy, they said, they said, <laughs> well, inflation isn't a correct definition because that's not actually inflation. Um, actually, we're doing really good because employment is up and everything else. Well, employment is up because people are starving. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, to go out, what used to cost, you know, $30 to go out to dinner is now 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gasoline. Mm-hmm. You go to get gas at the pump, it's a $100 bill. Everything's a $100 bill. You go to Costco, you used to walk out with two products and it was 100 Now you have to give them your first child. Yeah. Right. And then meanwhile, they're like, the, you want to give us your oldest child or the youngest? Which yeah. one do you want yeah. to pay for that? The White House press secretary is, you know, saying, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah, did you watch that video? Yeah, it's that great. Was, that video is hilarious. Biden's falling down, you know, and, and then we have the leaders of our, uh, the you know, the most powerful, uh, 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 second most powerful woman, the, you know, in the Congress, <laughs> uh, Nancy Pelosi, you know, slurring her way uh. with verbiage. I mean, you know, you think she's speaking in tongues. Efforts to tongues of demons, unfortunately, yeah. uh, but you know that that they don't give a rip about the people. It's yeah. all about their their constituents, which are big money. So um, you know. Who did? Castillo. Fifth booster. She's eleven years old. How many boosters are there now? I lost. Listen, I, you know, I I didn't do the. I I refused to do the first one. I don't even know there yeah. was five of them. Yeah. And how long? In what? In one year, there's five boosters. In one. That means in ten years, if you're doing five a year, in ten years, you'll have fifty boosters. Mm. Yeah. Of of all the wonderful stuff that's yeah. in there. Yikes. Yeah, you got the things that are going on all over the place. Oh, yeah. Well, they they also, uh, they did admit that, uh, I just read, I don't think we have the the link in in any of our our articles here, but they actually admitted that the uh, people's DNA is being permanently modified. Mm -hmm. It's not just, you know, a for this specific thing. The people's DNA is actually uh, permanently being changed and to the next generation. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So it, you know, there, it, it's just, uh, it just more, see what this, see more what reasons. Economic growth because of the, of the work that this 
in a transition. We had this strong economic growth because of the of the work that this president has done in the past 18 months, and now what we're seeing is a transition into stable and steady growth. The video is hilarious, but it has a whole bunch of mayhem going on behind it. You know, we're, we're coming into a stable time here. The, the president falling down up yeah. the stairs, tipping over on his bicycle. <laughs> It's hilarious. Anyways, stable, very yeah, stable. very stable. Everything's very stable right now. The American mean, dollar is poop all over the world. Right, so but it's so, stable. Yeah, you got so, China. You got China oh, yeah. that's emboldened right now. You got China that's just like you know what we're going to do whatever we want to go do. And then you yeah. got you got Biden saying you can't touch Taiwan. You can't do. They got Camilla Harris or shows up in Taiwan. Uh, and says that we're going to take a stand with them and all of these things. And now you got China that's just like, you know what? They're not going to do anything. They're not going to go to war. I mean, uh, how how effective can a troop be with wearing high heels? <laughs> so, so then the the PLA from China is is uh, launching a whole list of their Harbin Z nineteen seventy uh, second Army Aviation Brigade on the PLA Eastern. Combat Command Zone, which is Taiwan and the Taiwan Strait, um, today launching the helicopters over there, a row of a million of them. So, anyhow, there, there, uh, there are things going on that you know. Um, well, there's always going to be wars and rumors of wars. You know, really, mm -hmm. what we pay attention to is. Mm -hmm. We pay attention to what is going on. I'll just let you know right now when you need to really be concerned is when they rebuild the temple mm. in Jerusalem. Israel. Uh, when that happens, then you, then you know things are going on. But in between then and now and then, the Word of God says, Jesus said to occupy until I return. Yeah. Um, in other words, we take the stand. Be engaged. Gonna, and that's what we're going to continue to do, uh, especially at the River Church. Amen. And we're going to continue to take a stand uh, for those that can't take a stand. Amen. We're going to speak out for those that can't speak out. I mean, even even people that have come to us and said, you know what, I don't want to be out in front, but I can't, but I don't believe in what's going on. That's all right. We'll stand for you. We'll Amen. stand. We'll stand in your in your proxy. Um, you know, I have I have nothing to lose and everything to gain, um, because you know I'm not I'm not going to allow my kids to have to go through and lose the liberties that God has given Amen. without doing something to make a difference. Yeah. And making the difference right now is having a voice, and we're so grateful for each and every one of you. Speaking of having a voice, those that you listen and that you like and you share. Those of you that um, tune in to the River Roundtable, we appreciate each and every one of you. We're so thankful for you and the opportunity that we've been given by KSLM to be on this on the station because not very many not very many radio programs would allow a preacher to come on and talk about the word and talk about Jesus and then also talk about politics. <laughs> you know, because that's just uh, very strange thinking for a lot of uh, people. Uh, and so I've, I have this question that is asked all the time. What about separation of church and state? And so what do I, how do I answer that there, Pastor Andrew? Well, the, 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 the quickest answer is, is uh, tell me, you know, is the government uh, called to be um, a bureaucracy or is it called to be of the people, by the people, for the people? People. And the answer is people. And then, uh, you know, when it comes to the church... You know, is the is the church a, a steeple 
Is it a, uh, a set of offices and bureaucracy, you know, governing body, rules, uh, Vatican, etc.? Or is the church uh, the body of Christ, the people of God? People. And the answer is people. So, so what you can see is, is that uh, these two items are, are uh, very much, very, very un- inseparably people. That's right, Matthew. That's correct. The church began with great power, and it'll go out with great power. How it began is how it's going to go out. It's not going to go out, uh, you know, with a lamb with its tail between its legs. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna go out like a lion. When Jesus returns, he's not coming back as a as a lamb. He's coming back as a lion. Yeah. And so understand that the church has got to be a lion also. The church isn't going to be a lamb just laying down and nothing happening. You know, these these guys that are going around saying that the the Bible condones abortion, Mm. I condemn them. I condemn the words that they speak because they have no idea what the Bible says. God's yeah. not schizophrenic Amen. in that he is saying, be fruitful and multiply, but if you don't like it, kill them. Nope. It's not how it works, all right? And so understand that these guys are charlatans, they're false prophets, yeah. and they're speaking things that is not of the word. Yeah. It's not of God's heart. When they're saying, I'm sorry, but when they're saying that the whole agenda, the trans agenda, the, the, the uh, gay agenda, the, all these agendas that are out there are from God, they're not. It's not from God. Mm-hmm. God wants there to be, uh, <laughs> he's laid out what is righteous and what is not. It's not my opinion. I love everyone. I can sit down with anybody, have lunch with anybody. I can hang out with anybody. I'm not insecure about who I'm around. I'm not, I'm not uh, phobic with anything. All right. Amen. I've been around everything. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm, I don't care. I don't care what you choose to do in your life. It's just that when you force it on me and you tell me I have to believe a certain way, then you're telling me I get to force that on you now. If you're telling me I am forced to have to believe a certain way, then I also get to force on you what I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to force anything on anybody. You'll never see me doing a counter protest against other things. You're not going to see me out yeah. there. Other people may do that. I don't do that. We go out and we protest against uh, uh, what I'm saying is, is if someone there's a, you know, uh, uh, we believe in uh, the tooth fairy yeah. over out there. I'm not going to show up at theirs with yeah. a sign. Mm-hmm. So you have a right. You have a right to go out and protest what yeah. you want peacefully. Yeah. All right. You have that right. I'm okay with that right. I'm okay with you having a difference of opinion. But when you start saying, when you show up to my rally and you start speaking against me and my rally, I'm going to speak even louder. Yeah. <laughs> All right? Because I have a right to share my opinion as well. Yeah. But I'm not going to force it down your throat. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, you are. You're forcing it. That's what you're doing right now. No, you can actually turn off the, t- the news channel if you want. Mm-hmm. You can actually tune out. I don't care. Yeah. Huh? Well, they, they actually agree with me. That's the problem is their spirit agrees with me and they're having a struggle within. That's the problem is, is that people that are arguing against something is because they have a struggle within. Yeah. They're struggling within. Yeah. I Listen, I don't care how people, everyone is welcome to come to our church. Mm-hmm. Everyone is. Yeah. You're welcome to walk in. Mm-hmm. Walk in with any opinion you want and you'll be loved. You'll, you'll be welcomed. You can have a seat. You're probably not going to like the service, but... That's okay. and Or you may. I don't know. But it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. We're not going to change who we are just because you walk in. Yeah. True yeah. inclusivity is being true to who you are mm. yeah. and loving people for who they are yeah. and not placing on them something that is against their moral 
and conscious belief. There you go. Amen. You have your own conscience and you have your belief. Uh oh, we just lost. Whoops. Oh, the battery. camera died. Battery died on that one. Praise the Lord. Yeah. It's fantastic. Mm hmm. Stupid cameras. And this one just died too. We're out. Whoops. Peace out. Oh, oh, no, it just came back oh, on. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, still, still on the radio. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We're still on the radio, though. Oh, something was unplugged, evidently. Mm. We'll blame it on Simon. You're going to have to do the little screen thing now. Yeah. Otherwise, people are just going to see a whole bunch of just pictures online. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> That's the, the, the audio is still there. Yeah, the audio is still on. But We're out. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Is yeah. That, you know, this isn't a game that's being played. There's actually no. real lives. People hate you. Uh, there's people out there that have an agenda that is against you. There is a true 2030 agenda. I don't care how conspiracy theory you say it is, but there's a real 2030 agenda out there where they're wanting to m remove everything, remove everything out of your life to where you own nothing and you rent everything. Mm -hmm. They're wanting to turn the United States into a corporation. And if you think they're not trying to do that, they're trying to do that by breaking, they're breaking financially, spiritually, and physically the United States. Yeah. Young men don't even know how to swing a hammer anymore. Right. They don't even know how to use a shovel anymore. Mm -hmm. And so as a result, you're losing your working class, you're losing your middle class, you lose your middle class there we go. and your working class, then you lose your income. Mm-hmm. Does this make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're turning to the government and the government says, you know what, that's all right, we'll pay for your Nikes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'll pay for your Nikes. And then Nike's going to be like, yeah, absolutely, because the government wants. So you have the semi. It's just like right now the bailouts that are going out in the semiconductor companies. Industry. Let me tell you about the bailouts. And then I'm going to close in this. We're going to close in. Bailouts. Don't take the money. Listen, if your company can't make it without the government paying you for you, you shouldn't be in business. Mm. I'll just say a very... 50, 50, how much was it? $50 billion they bailed out um, Chevy with? Mm, was mm -hmm. it $50 billion? I don't 50 know. $50 million? Uh, Chrysler took a, it's a 50 big something, chunky. $50 million or $50 billion, right? Mm -hmm. Did they pay that back? Nope. Didn't pay it back. Obama forgave them that money, mm -hmm. but bailed them out. Chevy should have, have been a collector car by now. <laughs> in other words, not in business. Not in business. Yeah. Because they weren't doing business correct. Mm -hmm. And people weren't buying their product. Yeah. And so as a result, it should have never been bailed out. We said, well, what about all the employees? That's on the, the business. They should have had a better business plan with better business policies, but they relied on the government to bail them out. Right now, you have semiconductor companies right now and all these companies that are being bailed out. Bailed out by the government. No, they should go broke. Yep. You're saying, well, that's horrible. No, that's business. That's life. You have bad policies in your life. There are repercussions. So what happens to the mom and pop? Mm -hmm. The mom and pop that's the startup that has an excellent product. Right. Okay. Has an excellent ethics. But because they refuse to buy into the woke, they refuse to buy in the CRT. Hey. Now all of a sudden they're bought out because of the other companies who are being bailed out mm -hmm. by the government. And the mom and pop can't do it, even though they have a better product, even though they have a better uh, ethics, they have better honor. They, they do things that are correct to help out the people that really need help instead of the people that don't need help. Mm. I remember when I went in to apply for the post office. Okay, this was many years ago.
And they, they went through the whole interview process, and then they sat me down. And they said, we're sorry. We can't give you a job. I said, why? Uh, you have too much education. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I said, okay. Um, and then they said, also, you're white. This is back in the... This is back in the 90s. Uh-huh. All right? And you're white. And you have too much work experience. If you if you only had a high school uh, equivalency mm-hmm. and you were of color and you were a woman and you had a bad work ethic, we would hire you. Then we could give you a job. We'd give you a job. Yeah. Because that's what's fair. That's That's fair. Whatever you do, do not give people a job off their merits. <laughs> their or capability. And that was in the 90s. Yeah. That's not even today. It's even worse today than it was then because now they're forcing all these businesses to do the same thing, uh, the, to do that very thing. Or they're saying, you know what, we're not going to bail you out. Mm-hmm. Well, then you don't deserve to be – listen, you don't deserve to be in business. If the government has to bail you out, you shouldn't be in business. Yeah. yeah. Churches that were bailed out by the government shouldn't be churches today. I'll say it as it is. Amen. Those churches that took the PPP loans and all of that to bail them out because of COVID, where was your faith? Where was Amen. your trust in God? Amen. But yet you took a bailout. You should not be have open doors today because if it wasn't for the government, you put your faith in government and you didn't put your faith in God. And because you put your faith in government, you're going to trust in government to feed you from here on out. You're going to ask them to clip your toenails. Mm. You're going to ask them to wash your armpits. You're going to ask them to feed you. You're going to ask them to clothe you because when the hard time comes, you're going to turn to them and then you're going to preach their message and your religion is going to be... Uh, Washington, D.C., and your religion isn't going to come out of the Word of God or heaven. And as a result, you're going to have to answer for it. It's not good. How's that that for a lead-in? Amen, Pastor, or (laughs) lead-out. That's that's called fade fade the horns out. (laughs) Well, that's the truth. We did not. We did not take a PPP loan. No. And I just want, you know, I want people to understand that, you know, uh, as a church, I don't have to be a 501c3 mm-hmm. to be a church. Anyways, oh, we're, a, here we are. There's our time. Yeah, Praise we're, God. We're done here. Bang. Hey, speak the truth in love. Amen. Amen. Be we love you. in season and out. We'll see you next time. Love y'all. Love you. Bye. That does it for this episode. And if you're interested in connecting with a community of like-minded people, please go to our website at www.therivernorthwest.com, Facebook, or download our TRC smartphone app from the Apple app or Google Play stores. If you like what you've been hearing today, I encourage you to go to wherever you're listening to this and leave us a review so we can make the show even better for you. Thank you for listening. And as always, speak the truth in love.